Welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. Hello and welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. I'm your host, Augustine Sasso. You can email me at augustine.sasso at myfootballclub.co.uk. Well, on this episode, I speak with Jeff Banks, media officer of Chester, ahead of our FA Trophy match this Saturday. Uh, we talk a little bit about the history, for those who don't know, and also the goings-on today at the club. Um, some good stuff. And here now is Jeff. Maybe maybe you want to start a little bit um, with the, the history of, uh, of the original Chester. Uh, you know, I think um, some of uh, my podcast listeners are definitely aware of, uh, of what happened uh, to Chester. I think the, definitely the, the football fans in England are aware, but maybe some of my American listeners uh, not too aware of, of the long history of, uh, of the club. Okay. So, um, you know, maybe you want to start with a little bit when it was started. Um, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, Chester Football Club originated back in 1885. Um, they were born as Chester Rovers, um, but quickly sort of changed name um, to Chester Football Club. And there's a good 125 years um, past since then where the club actually changed name to Chester City um, back in 1983. Um, and it seemed to be after that point that the, the problems um, seemed to start for, for Chester City. Um, problems such as um, losing our old football ground, which was known as Steeland Road, which had been the, the home to the club for, for many years. Um, we were then forced to play 45 miles away from the, um, the city of Chester uh, for two seasons whilst a, a new ground was eventually built. Um, following the return to the city, we actually suffered a, a relegation from the league we were playing in um, and then ended up with a few, shall we say, um, not so great owners mm. of the football club, which eventually took us out um, of the football league and into, into non-league football for the first time in 69 years. Uh, that happened in the year 2000, and we had a new chairman come in at that point, um, named Stephen Vaughan. Um, he did get the club back up into the football league. Um, unfortunately, after that happened, it seemed to be a, a downward spiral with debts mounting, um, and eventually the football club went back out of the football league again um, in 2009. And it, it was at this point really where we knew that the football club was in trouble. Um, the debts were mounting, getting higher and higher, um, and the support was, was starting to wane. Um, you know, people being a bit tired of, of the way the club was being run um, by this one owner. And uh, when, it, when it came to the, the football club, um, two years ago, it slipped out of the football league, and obviously, um, what followed the club went into a lot of financial problems, ending up um, in administration. And then in March 2010, um, it was taken to the the High Court of Justice, where the 
and the club was wound up for failing to pay an unpaid tax bill. Um, so that happened in March 2010. Um, from that point, Chester Football Club was reborn by the supporters. Um, we'd formed a group called City Fans United, who um, got together um, a support, as a supporters' trust and sort of tried to recreate the football club. Um, we had a very short time in which to do so, um, but the day that the, the former club, Chester City, went into liquidation is the day that we really, truly started as Chester Football Club um, once again. And obviously it's, it's been a short history so far, but a successful one with a league championship in our first season. And now um, currently sitting top of the table in the Evo Stick Premier League, which is two leagues below Absolute United as we stand. Yes, yes. Um, I saw that, and uh, I'm definitely uh, happy uh, and, uh, for Chester because it's, uh, it's a great story. Um, so um, you mentioned you know, the supporters group uh, running the team, and uh, you, know, you talked about five-year plan, a 10-year plan, um, and also, uh, you know, uh, maybe you want to talk a little bit about the, the crowds and the stadium, because uh, as you told me, um, big crowds, and uh, it's all very good. Yeah, I mean, I suppose there's a difference between um, Chester and Absolute and the fact that, um, you know, with Absolute, you do have a say in sort of team matters. Um, with, with Chester, the supporters own the football club, um, whereas the, obviously the, the manager um, you know, and the, the management team sort of decide on their squad and how to take the club forward that way. Um, our role as supporters is to try and uh, do the, the jobs outside of that that will drive the club forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a lot of volunteers at Chester Football Club. We have people who, who man me the ticket office during the week. We have people in the club shop um, volunteering their time. Um, and also, after the matches, people are, you know, are clearing up on me the terraces and in the, in the stands. Um, there's, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different jobs in their own time um, for no money, no monetary gain at all. They just want to do their bit for, you know, for their football club. Um, so it's a very hands-on football club. Um, but, yeah, City Fans United, um, we decided to, to keep the word City in the supporters' group title because we were all Chester City fans, but we were all united in wanting to preserve football in Chester. Um, it, you know, it was a very difficult time to go through in March 2010 when the, mm-hmm. the former club um, you know, was taken away from us. Um, as I'm sure you know, being an absolute fan, I know a few supporters have commented on it, but our final ever game in the conference was actually at home to Absolute, mm-hmm. um, which he beat us 2-1. Um, but it was in front of only 460 supporters in the stadium, which was, um, I think, the second lowest crowd that had ever been played um, for a professional football match in Chester. You know, so there's always a, a hardcore support of around about two, two and a half thousand. Um, but a lot of those had, had given up on the, the club with the way it was being run. Um, but since we've relaunched the club as, as Chester Football Club, um, we've got an average gate of, of two and a half thousand. So, wow. you know, it's amazing that since that day when we played Absolute, um, you know, 
the, the core support has actually returned. And the, the best thing about it is that there's so many children inside the, the football ground um, wearing Chester tops when in our area we have to sort of battle against the likes of Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City and Everton. Um, and you always used to see those kind of football kits being worn in our city when really you wanted to see the Chester kits being worn. But now it seems that you know, the trend is reversing and you see kids all around the city wearing a blue and white striped shirt, which is the Chester shirt, and it's really pleasing to see. So it, it's, it is a success story, but we're only partway there at the moment. We obviously want to get back to where Chester City ended, which was in the conference. Um, but ultimately, we want to get back to our football league days again. Um, and that's where the 10-year plan comes in. <laughs> well, yeah, you've had the success, but it still has to keep going. Uh, you yeah. know, it's not something that you, you obviously you, you sit on or are satisfied. Um, but along the way, these are great stories, especially about the, the children. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned the other clubs that you're competing against uh, for you know, for the gate and for the attention. So yeah. uh, that's that's fantastic. And um, uh, but so the 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 stadium is it still called the Diva Stadium? Deva? It's actually called the Exacta uh -huh. Stadium. Um, that was renamed in a sponsorship deal. Um, so it, it was the Diva Stadium since 1992 when it was built. Mm -hmm. um, but to, to Chester fans, it will always be the Diva Stadium, Diva being the, the Roman name for um, Chester. Mm -hmm. um, and on the, we, we retain quite a lot of the history um, around the, the former club. Well, in fact, we retained all the history um, with the former club. Um, on the, the club badge is actually um, a wolf, which is, represents the city of Chester on the, the badge. Um, but also... You know, we've kept hold of the, the 100 and, um, 126 years now of, of, of football in Chester as well. And that's what we were able to do because we reformed the club straight away. As soon as Chester City went under, um, we reformed the club. And because of that, we were able to take our history forward. What we always see as well is former players from years gone by actually supporting Chester Football Club right now. You know, so it's great that we can take them through into the future as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of support behind Chester and a lot of people, you know, now coming out, um, you know, from from years gone by, people may have stopped going for various reasons, but you see a lot of people returning now, um, you know, to the matches, which which is really great. And obviously they're, they're bringing the kids as well, which are the, the fans of the future. That's excellent. That's excellent. Um, well, um I guess the other thing I wanted to mention, one of the first things that I had heard about the stadium was that the pitch is in Wales, but the the entrance is in uh, in the UK. Is that correct? Or yes, well, sort of. Yeah, the entrance to the club and the club offices are actually in England. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but as soon as you go through onto the pitch, the pitch is in Wales. Um, as the the border of England and Wales goes straight through our football ground. So it is probably quite unique in that respect. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing you can be sort of talking about going into the match in England, but then you might be watching it from Wales. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we're the only club around that has that kind of uh, unique ground anyway. Yeah, no, uh, that's great stuff. 
Jeff, I, I don't have anything else to to ask you. Uh, maybe if you want to talk about a, a player that we can um, watch out for, uh, and then any anything else you want to you want to talk about. Um. Okay. Um, well, as far as players are concerned, don't want to give too much away before the big match. <laughs> I no, believe me, I, I totally understand <laughs> it, and uh, you know. I, but there, there is, there is one. Um, I mean, we've got a great team. Um, I mean, it, it's difficult to sort of gauge us against any conference teams at the moment because but you're, you'll be the first that will have played um, in true competition. Um, so, but we have always shown, you know, a, a good style of play and some you know gritty performances against teams that are a little bit higher than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of our stars from last season um, is Michael Wilde. He's a striker. Um, he became the, the Evo Stick League's highest scorer last season, winning the Golden Boots for that league. Um, he scored, I think it was about 37 goals last season. He's just coming back now from uh, from an injury, so he's been a, a gradual return. Um, but we've also got um, well, we've got good players throughout, I would say. Um, so they'll all do a good job against Bed Street, I'm sure. Um, it's a long way. So I'm sure the lads will be preparing right. I think the manager is looking to um, take them down for an overnight stay, um, which will put them in uh, good form, hopefully. And I think they've, they've had a couple of those already and they've, they've had good results off the back of them. Um, so we're, we're all ready. And what, you know, I think there was um, some of the absolute supporters maybe thinking that there's a bit of revenge in the air because of the, the fact that Chester's final match against absolute those points were... Um, expunged following the, the club going into liquidation, but you know what it needs to be remembered is the support of the Chester Football Club have, have been through um, a traumatic experience. I think it's fair to say, in, in sort of witnessing the club going bust and then having to restart it in such a short space of time. A lot of hard work has gone into bringing Chester FC about, and you know we're a great set of fans, and I'm sure that will show on the day of the, of the game as well. But you know, we've got every respect for Ebb's fleet. Um, I think the, the feeling will be mutual at the end of the match, whatever the result. But for us, hopefully, it's a Chester win. <laughs> sure, sure. No, I, no, I, I agree. The, you know, definitely, the the feeling will be, um, you know, will be mutual. And um, uh, you know, when when we were relegated, it it also, uh, in a way, it, it helped us. It, you know, it rallied the fans and. Um, you know, we we came right back up, so um, yeah, you know, back. It, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as devastating uh, for us either. I would say, my opinion. But um, all right, well, Jeff, I'm looking forward to the to the game, uh, January 14th, I believe it is, and uh, you know, good luck to to you and, and Chester on your way back up the pyramid. Well, hopefully we'll be playing against you in the conference in uh, not not too long. I think a couple of seasons maybe if we can do it that quick. <laughs> All right. Good luck to you and thank you again. Bye. Thank Bye. you very much. Goodbye. Cheers, Dad. Bye. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. I enjoyed hearing about the enthusiastic crowds attending the matches and about all those kids wearing the Chester kit. That's something to aim for at Ebbsfleet as well, though uh, not having our kids wearing the Chester kit. It's a bit of an understatement to say that these are busy and hectic days at the club. Doing well on the field and not so well off the field. 
Um, I don't have much to add at this moment. I just want to give a special thanks to Kim Tak for reviving that dormant pledge from last year. Um, we got over 100 people to pledge, and so now uh, it's time to pay up. Thank you, Kim Tak, for uh, taking the reins on that and uh, pulling us through. A little news about the ladies' team. Uh, they're doing well. They're currently fifth out of 11 teams. But they are clearly uh, ensconced in that middle group. There's the, the table. You pretty much have three levels. The top three or four. Then there's a middle group separated by a few points. And then the bottom three. Uh, Sunday... The ladies played Gillingham in the Kent Cup semis, so good luck to the ladies. Well, that's all I have for you today. Um, hopefully, I won't have to wait seven or eight months to get back uh, on the horse here and uh, put out another podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget, here are the websites, myfootballclub.co.uk, AbsoluteUnited.co.uk on Facebook at uh, facebook.com backslash myfootballclub and on Twitter at twitter.com backslash myfootballclub. Believe and support the squad. Until next time, this is your humble narrator signing off. Up the fleet. Each one